Good day to you all. This is Andy Proctor with More Happy Life. I have another segment for you about happiness. So today I want to talk to you about something in the world of positive psychology that I believe is very important to our long-term life satisfaction as well as our short-term kind of pleasure and uh, short-term happiness in in our lives. So I was in Montreal uh, in July and I was was at the World Congress of Positive Psychology and I was listening to lots of really amazing uh, speeches and presentations about positive psychology and the good life. One of them that really uh, took me for a ride that I hadn't thought about before in this way is a uh, presentation uh, from Robert Valorand. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Maybe it's Vayand. Vaya- I don't know. Anyways, sorry if I said it wrong. Anyways, he is the he's the researcher, primary researcher in the field of positive psychology on the subject of passion. So you already know that because I probably title, I will title this with uh, passion in the title, but yeah, passion. So, you know, you probably in, you know, your very first resume, you might've like typed, I'm passionate about something, right? Or you, somebody might ask you the question, what are you passionate about? Or do you have passion? You may uh, have you know, read a uh, book where there was a lot of passion of the, you know, protagonist, um, and and we've we've heard a lot about passion, right? Passion is a is a very um, it's kind of a loose term uh, because of the history of its uh, kind of etymology as a word. Um, it actually used to be uh, used in, I guess, in its very first usages to describe. Um, basically the endurance of pain that's not enjoyable, <laughs> uh, like in, for example, the passion of Christ, right? And, um, passion though is, uh, as Robert, uh, Valorant describes it is actually, um, can, it can be dis- uh, divided into two different types of passion, which I just, I love, uh, that, that it's, it's kind of defined in these two different ways because, you know, it can be good or bad. So there is kind of a a positive and a negative type of passion. So he describes these two different types of passion as harmonious passion, which is the good side, and then obsessive passion, which is the side that can, uh, actually be kind of negative for and and not a very good thing for our life. So, uh, just to briefly describe those, and then I'd like to hear your thoughts on this. So harmonious passion is when we are passionate about something and we are willing, in in both cases, we're willing to sacrifice for whatever this, this pursuit is, whether it's an activity or some sort of goal that we have that we're passionate about, right? And this harmonious passion is sustainable. It, it definitely includes sacrifice, but it's sustainable. Whereas obsessive passion is, is, is also something that we sacrifice for. But the difference is that it is not sustainable, that it, it starts to break down our quality of life, our health, our relationships, um, and, you know, health, whether that's physical or mental, right? So 
Harmonious passion, I think, is something that we should absolutely pursue. Whatever that is, that thing is that you are passionate about, go forward towards that. Step into it. Uh, but if it, but if you see that that thing that you're passionate about starts to break down the other healthy aspects of your life, or or begins to not be sustainable. That's when you need to take a step back and look, how can I make this thing that I'm passionate about into something that is a little bit more harmonious um, for my, my life? So I'll try to give an example, but I'm going to have to do it in the next segment. So uh, yeah, go ahead and for, uh, swipe to the next segment. Thanks for listening about this passion. Can't wait to talk to you even more. So we're talking about passion and how it can either be harmonious or obsessive. And if you didn't uh, get this uh, uh, context, feel free to back up and go uh, listen to the previous segment. I will also make this available in episodes once these are complete. So passion, both harmonious and obsessive, can be, well, it's something that requires, like I said, a sacrifice. Uh, something that you're sacrificing or giving extra effort toward. Okay, so the the difference though is that the harmonious passion is sustainable and the obsessive passion is not sustainable. Uh, it starts to, like I said, break down the uh, quality of life, your relationships, your mental or physical health, and it's not it's not good. It's not sustainable. So I see a lot of people um, kind of uh, and just to kind of give an example, a couple of examples. So one is um, maybe you see and this is kind of a hard, fast example, but you know somebody who's really passionate about uh, uh, blackjack or some sort of uh, you know gambling kind of card game, right? Um, you may be extremely good at it, um, and 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 because of this skill and the strength that you may have. Uh, at poker or blackjack or whatever the the kind of gambling card game is, um, you know you might be so good that you're just you're passionate about it and and you've you've associated that thing that activity with your even with your identity. Say like I, I'm a, I'm a poker player, you know, um, I am a poker player. Like that's a part of your identity. But then when that that activity starts to become so uh well that you you you're so passionate about that right it goes into this kind of obsessive level of compassion of of passion that you that you, that you start to basically that's all you ever do and i mean odds are right in the world of gambling that you're probably going to run through your money and you're probably going to lose all your money Eventually, and it, be, it becomes even addictive. Uh, I mean, there's studies that show that, that gambling can be uh, dangerously addictive um, to the point where you lose everything. And, and then even start to, you know, kind of become criminal at it because you start to need more money and you want to do it more and more and more. Anyways, don't even get into that. But that's, that's kind of an example of obsessive passion. If you're, you know, harmonious passion with that, with that as, a, as an example, you know, you may play a couple times every, every once in a while and you, you could be super good at it, but you, but you know that you have to kind of put your finger down and say, all right, that's enough. And, and you don't do it uh, so much that it's just overtaking your life and losing all your bank account funds and you're not worth going, you know, totally down into the basement. So another example that I like to use actually quite a bit um, that I see 
all the time on Instagram, all over the place, is when people uh, talk about the grind, right? Entrepreneurs. I'm an entrepreneur. And um, when I see all these people saying like, hey, you know, are you... Uh, it's just kind of this this kind of culture of the grind and um this passion of 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 you know the startup grind right and uh, are you are you hustling right um like the hustle and 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 I'm not and I hope I hope you're not offended if you're one of those people I love you I think you're awesome and at the same time does that hustle break down your relationships has it been a positive contribution to your relationships or is it negative? Has that made your, your quality of life increase? Is your health, both mentally and physically, improved um, as, as a result of that hustle? If so, if, you, if that passion that you're driving towards, like I have this business idea that I'm going towards, you know, maybe you do too as an entrepreneur, is that actually helping you uh, make your life better? Uh, they've actually shown in studies that passion, well, that the stress over time literally can shorten your life unless they, and this is what they've shown in the telomere research um, uh, that I've talked about before, is that, um, you know, you, your life, well, stress over time, if it's towards something that you love, is actually can actually be a good thing and actually strengthens your telomeres. If it's something that you feel um, meaning in life about, and this specifically is going towards helping other people, um, it's actually it actually isn't a bad thing. So we'll continue on the next segment. So concerning passion and the kind of entrepreneurial hustle, right? Um, I hear this so often. And um, if you're on Anchor and you're, and you're broadcasting on Anchor, you're most likely an entrepreneur, right? You think, well, how can I start my own podcast or what, you know, maybe you're listening to this because uh, you're wanting to get more people to listen to yours. Uh, maybe you're, you know, you're in this same hustle mentality, right? And um, you're wanting to get to, to work towards that thing that, that you're passionate about. I think that's great. I absolutely think you should do it. I think you should move forward towards that. I think you should hustle toward it. And my wife and I are very passionate about this. <laughs> I think if you do it in a sustainable way, if your routine supports your mental and physical health and your relationships, absolutely you will make it happen. It will work and you will be so much happier over time because of that. Um, I know that there, there are definitely anomalies out there of people who, you know, who go for it and they go crazy and they stay up all night and they don't sleep for five days um, and, you know, accomplish some crazy amazing thing and develop some cool new software technology or something and they get all a bunch of news and press about it and it's like, holy cow, like everybody should do that. I completely disagree. Everybody should not do that. I think maybe sometimes that works. Thomas Edison, I think, is an incredible anomaly because that's basically what his life was, right? He was constantly, I mean, his whole life um, was basically a, <laughs> a, uh, a, a, a display of, of uh, kind of obsessive passion, right? He was passionate about discovering things and he completely came up with so many different inventions sorry uh that were that have changed the world right and and uh so i mean that you know i guess it's debatable right there are some people like that who have changed the world and whose um you know 
if you look at Thomas Edison's relationships, for example, um, like he he had a really rough family life, right? Um, his his relationship with the um, if I if I if I'm correct in this in saying this, I'm pretty sure his relationship with his wife and his family was not very good um, because of the fact that he had this obsessive passion. Um, so. I'm not saying that we don't need Thomas Edison's, right? I'm so grateful for electricity <laughs> and for light bulbs, right? And uh, telephones and all these things that came from his thoughts um, and inventions. At the same time, I believe that it's possible to go after those types of things. I think there are other great examples of people like Thomas Edison who've created amazing things um, with harmonious passion, with passion that's just as powerful but that is sustainable, that supports relationships, mental and physical health in ways that you can, you can go after. So Angela Duckworth talks about grit. And grit is the power of passion and perseverance, right? Perseverance is that constant, um, deliberate practice that you go into and you're f constantly uh, you know, grinding towards, but in a way that is sustainable. So, for example, part-time for uh, 10 years equals about 10,000 hours. And anybody, the research shows, at about 10,000 hours can really, if, if you're doing it in a, in a deliberate practice sort of way, can truly be life-changing and you can, you can become uh, the best in the world at whatever the thing is that you're practicing at. So I would, I would recommend reading Grit if you want to learn more about that. But just to end off this little segment or a few segments or podcast, whatever you want to call it, um, about harmonious and obsessive passion. What is it that you are passionate about? And what do you want to accomplish? I would say, I would highly recommend to you to approach that thing you're passionate about in a, in a more harmonious way, in a way that you feel is sustainable, in a way that you can fit into your routine and, and you know, rearrange your schedule to to make time for the thing that you love but in a way that doesn't destroy your relationships your physical health or your mental health because those things are so important and over time you will be grateful that you kept those things uh, strong and I just want to say that, all this to you because I think it's so important to be passionate but to do it in a sustainable way Hey Andy, Molly from Darling Rage Nation, thanks for your call in. Yeah, we're kind of talking along similar lines today with the passion stuff. I love the distinction that you um, clarified between harmonious passion and obsessive passion. I think that's a really important distinction to talk about. Um, I think it's also interesting, especially um, when you're a passionate, creative um, which is a lot of us on here, um, that for the most part, your goal should always be harmonious passion. But then I think there are also sometimes bursts of obsessive passion that happen, but can't be obviously sustainable over time. So for example, on my station, I talk about like the two weeks leading up to a gallery show that was definitely obsessive passion, but it needed to happen in a sense. So because I had been given this opportunity pretty late in the game, like two weeks before 
um, I got I got offered a gallery show and signed a contract and had two weeks to put it all together. It was an opportunity that was worth it and in line with my goals and my passion and um, the things that I'm going after when it comes to being a visual artist and doing that as my vocation. Um, and obviously it was just a two week period and there was definitely more of a priority in that obsessive fashion of making sure everything was done and finished and framed and looking pretty and ready. Um, but then that two week period obviously had to come to a close and I had to go back into a harmonious passion mode where I was just working, you know, for 10 to an hour a day. So that's really, really important to note the differences and be aware of those things. So thank you. I also wanted to add that it's important for us to realize the distinction between those two things and what they look like, sustainable versus not, so that we can continue to be more and more self-aware when it comes to those things and not um, use passion as an excuse for not taking care of ourselves. Because I think that very creative people very often have a tendency to sometimes do that where we'll say, oh, you know, I'm like going after my passion or I'm, I'm getting into the grind or I'm hustling, I'm hustling for my future or whatever it is. If those things become an excuse for not taking care of ourselves and not growing holistically, they become very toxic and damaging. Andy, you don't realize it, but I just interrupted you, and so sorry for the interruption, but I'm listening to your segment on passion, and I just have to butt in here and say, I love this topic. The passion, I have been passionate about a lot of different things. Uh, I, I notice sometimes people get a little grin or smirk on their face when I'm talking about something because I get so passionate about it. And look at me now. I, I'm, I'm passionate about passion, and I just had to butt in and say something about this. Um, now I can't wait to get back and listen to what you're saying about passion, but this is good stuff, man. Okay, Andy, I've listened to the whole thing about about passion, and I'm can you tell I'm passionate about this? I love how you break this down into the harmonious and the obsessive passion. That makes so much sense to me. I love breaking things down like this. I did this yesterday with uh, our, our, our broadcasts here on, on Anchor. Are they, are they entertaining or are they informational? Do we learn something from it or do we just enjoy them? And the way you've broken down passion is so much fun. And, oh, I could go on and on. It's a good thing they, they limit me to just a minute on these call-ins. Hi there, calling in about your harmonious passion versus obsessive passion topic. And there are two things that I have dealt with and tried to implement within this realm that have been helpful to me, I think, and hopefully will be helpful to somebody else. And the first thing is to stay grounded within my priorities and what I'm trying to do with my life. <laughs> I have the type of personality where I will dabble in my passions and I need to have some sort of structure and narrative to what I'm up to in order to do something effective with that or I'll just sort of play. And 
being intentional about that, staying grounded within that narrative is something that has been very important to me. The next thing that I've been learning about myself within a more recent development in my life is something that is a side effect of my one of my major current passions, which is to become financially independent and make my money on my own terms. I'm still working towards that. And I found that within that, I can get to a place where I'm not such a nice person, specifically to my wife, who is the closest person to me. And I found that I have to gut check myself and emotionally slap myself in the face. And I've also found something that is extremely helpful is to not try to accomplish 900 things a day. I'm working all day long on things that on, on achieving this goal. Uh, not trying to accomplish 9,000 things, but try to accomplish maybe three just really important things. Andy, I'm calling in about harmonious passion. I've found a way to be harmonious and passionate with quotes. And I've got one for you now that I like to share on happiness. Well, it's not on happiness exactly, but it kind of is. It's about satisfaction and consciousness. The glow of satisfaction which follows the consciousness of doing our level best never comes to a human being from any other experience. And it's from Orison Sweat Marden on happiness. That one's worth thinking about, I believe. I'd love to hear what you think. Thanks, my friend. Thank you so much to everyone who's called in about this passion, the harmonious and obsessive passion conversation. It's been so cool to hear your guys' um, thoughts, quotes, opinions, um, experiences. It's just amazing to see how much you guys have gotten into this one. You're obviously very passionate people, and it's really important to you. So thank you for listening, and I'm really glad to have you have been on this and um, for all of you who I didn't respond directly to I actually really want to so I'm I'm um, I'm going to, to, to do so I'm also going to do it um, as call-ins back to your station so that you might be able to also include that in in your station so thank you so much and have a wonderful day if you guys want to join the conversation on Instagram it's at more happy life and if you'd like to be a part of my course coming up very soon uh, it's going to be available at morehappy.org. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day.